radical improvements in your immune system, mood, focus, energy, and overall health. Key leaders in all industries, including Tony Robbins, Paul Check, Laird Hamilton, and Tim Ferriss are utilizing the benefits of the ice bath. If they are doing it, why aren't you? Guys, we're joined today with Wyatt Ewing. He's the founder of The Ice Barrel. Chris O'Connor, he's the sales director. And Joby Stanford, he is the marketing director of The Ice Barrel. Guys, thanks for being on Business Leaders Podcast. My name is Bob Rourke. We're going to jump right in and tell us about The Ice Barrel and who it's for. Yeah, absolutely. The Ice Barrel is a custom U.S.-made oak barrel designed for taking ice baths. We are based in Colorado. We started out of a garage. The Ice Barrel was originally founded out of a desire to connect deeper, go further, maintain equanimity through life's challenges. It's grown to give balance approach to health, fitness through practicality and simplification. Wow. That's a lot of vocabulary. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Let's drill down into it. So let's talk about how you got the notion about Ice Barrel and kind of the journey to taking it from a thought and to what we're later on, we'll have a video of the ice barrel in action. So what got you started down this road? I was tired of being sick, addicted to stress hormones in the body and being overworked, overworking myself ultimately. And I needed something to take me to the next level and to regain health and balance in my life. So when I started exploring with cold therapy, I quickly needed to make the water colder. (laughs) I was having some amazing changes in my physiology and I started taking ice baths and I was so sick and tired of laying down in my bathtub upstairs, looking at the ugly ceiling and laying down in cold water is not a natural feeling to begin with. You've got to lean forward and huddle in there. So The idea came while I was actually driving down the road and it just clicked. I'm like, I need to be able to lean forward, engage my mind in a different way, not trying to force myself to relax, but let it come naturally and just kind of put the idea together with the barrel. And then a lot of work trying to design something that would work and be suitable for the product we created. I think if you take a step back, wasn't it Joby came up to you and said, Hey man, you're, you're yeah, we had discussed it. And so let's bounce off your point. If we look at, and my background is in health. And if we look at the state of the way things are and our population and the amount of pharmaceuticals that we see consumed every day, the uh, pain epidemics that we see, the lack of strong immune systems and functions that we see, You know, basically people are sick. Most of the people in our society are experiencing some physical symptom that reflects the negative effects of their lifestyle. And instead of using natural stressors to calm the body and elicit self-healing in the body, we're taking medications. There's a pill for that. There's a pill for that. You know, seeing this clearly, if you look from a wider lens, you'll see how much we are not helping in our traditional approach. And so looking at what are natural, effective ways to improve our health and escape from this epidemic of overstressed, overworked, overstimulated, medicated people. We want to move away from that. We want to give people 
a new direction, a new path to move forward and experience the kind of benefits that we've all been feeling. Well, you know, many of the folks out there that think about health, their first order thought yeah. is not going to be, let me go jump in a barrel full of ice. Definitely I mean, it's not, not going to be, definitely not. You know, yeah. you know it's join a health club, go work mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. run, walk, you know, modify your diet and so on. So within all that thought process, yeah. you guys have headed toward this particular application have, or yeah. technology. What's the science behind what you're talking mm-hmm. about? So you brought up a good point with exercise and eating. And there's a simple word, hormesis. And this is newer research. It just means that giving the body a short burst of stress, like exercise, cold exposure, heat, extreme temperatures, and then fasting is another one. Giving the body a dose of these short bursts of stress, cold exposure being the strongest trigger. Using these little techniques, we can see the body improve across the board. You know, and, and so when you think about that and people go, so am I still going to have to work out or what's this? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come back to that. Yeah. So there are only a few ways, a few triggers that the body truly responds to. And a lot of times we're trying to fix the symptoms we see in people with pharmaceuticals, but using exercise, cold exposure specifically is the strongest heat and fasting on Tim Ferriss's podcast. He'll talk about some of the people that are doing cold therapy. I think uh, Tony Robbins has a plunge tank at his place down and it looks like an in the ground refrigerated water, some or another, you know, Tim Ferriss talks about getting in the bathtub, getting horizontal like you do and putting bags of ice in there. And then who's the guy that you talked about? Hoff? Wim Hoff. Wim Hoff, you know, hiking around in shorts and it's snowing like mad. And, and, you know, initially you look at them and go screw loose, right? You know, or do you just really like the pain? And I don't think people really understand the evolution of mitochondria in the body and what it does mm-hmm. and the replacement mm-hmm. and how all of this fits in. Wyatt, you were talking about some of the effects on body fat reduction when you added the ice barrel regimen with your workout schedule. What did you see? Yeah, absolutely. Stimulating weight loss, cold exposure will stimulate the growth of brown fat. That's the good fat that burns energy and keeps the body warm. There's a great research. What's your name? Oh, Rhonda Patrick. Rhonda Patrick is one of the leaders in the field and is putting a lot of beautiful research out right now as far as the effects of cold exposure. And so when you talked about mitochondria, the stress of cold is one of the triggers for the mitochondria in each cell to renew, to restore, to go stronger, to become more active. And so even at the smallest level, the cellular level of our body, the natural stressor of cold is a strong trigger to elicit the improvements. And you'd say mitochondria biogenesis, where you're creating new mitochondria and looking at the impacts on health long-term are pretty incredible. You know, I think about the folks listening and their eyes are starting to cross and they're going like biology class. Oh my gosh, here we go again. I think in, in a cursory review, if folks want to see what the benefits and use of the mitochondria are in the body, they can go to Wikipedia and look real quick. They could, yeah. Absolutely. But effectively, it's like the carburetor, I think, of the cells. It really gets yeah. the energy going. They get tired. The they get replaced. Producer. And so if you think about that, and so what you're looking at in the ice barrel is a mechanism to add an additional step to your wellness or workout regimen. Yeah. If you think about most of the problems we have. I work with people, their breathing patterns are shortened. 
you know, a variety of things. Inflammation. Inflammation in the body, all these things start to improve. Yeah. I don't think people really fully appreciate the challenge of inflammation and the damages that inflammation contributes to yeah. what goes on in the body. And, and, you know, it's counterintuitive to jump mm-hmm. in a barrel full of ice and water. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, so you had this notion, right? And there's various applications out there, cryotherapy, places where a you go. A lot of ways and, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what we find so much with cryotherapy, it's the difference between running on a treadmill inside and running on a trail outside. Mm-hmm. You're breathing fresh air when you're in the ice barrel. You know, you're getting a different level of renewal of the mind that you're not going to find when you're standing in a tank getting sprayed with cold air. <laughs> we try to make it easy, mm-hmm. more acceptable to the population, but that in and of itself is a problem. It is the focus and the strength required of the mind to withstand the cold. That also, I think, is a huge part of the benefits that we're seeing. There's the will to get in. Yeah, we try and pass that up with most Mm -hmm. things we do. We wanna make exercise easier. We wanna take the pill, we wanna do these things, but it is that hardship, that trial, and practice daily and overcome daily this ability to get in the cold and withstand it. That in and of itself is a catalyst for change. And if you think on a level of the ability to focus, the ability to recognize the negative inner dialogue that most of us carry with us through every day, getting in a cold bath will expose you. And it will expose that dialogue that tends to run and overwhelm us every day. And once it's seen, once we can look in ourselves and see what am I thinking that's making me feel so timid about this, that in of itself is extremely empowering and and I think is a huge, huge part of the, a piece of the puzzle when you talk about overcoming sickness, improving health, and feeling good. I think it's one of those things where, you know, what is it, the old thing about, you know, body heal thyself. And I think this is a contribution that's it's getting to be more well-known. Yeah. And so yeah, the yeah. challenge is, if you're aware of it, how do you scratch that itch? You know, and if there's not a cryotherapy thing around, Mm -hmm. you go like, well, if you don't happen to live in a house or an apartment with a bathtub, you know, you're really kind of challenged on what you can do. And so let's talk a little bit. So you go from thought process to execution. Most people, Mm -hmm. the idea dies on the table, on the kitchen table. So you went further. So let's talk about the journey from idea to execution. Yes. A lot of time went into manufacturing the barrel to last long, to be able to be the correct size for virtually anybody. We offer two different sizes, a 300 liter and a 500 liter. So it'll fit anybody. There's a lot of structural engineering that goes into a barrel to get it to contain the water and take the abuse of getting in and out, in and out, in and out every day. So we went through the process of actually getting these manufactured and then a little bit of trial and error there until we got the right product. And then it was a lot of application. All right, let's test it. Let's make sure it works. Let's prove that it's going to last a long time. Yeah, it was a challenge at first, but I was thinking back a little bit. My biggest mistake was not doing it sooner. You know, we have this preconceived idea that timing will be right one day and the timing is always right. It's always now when it comes to health, fitness, finances, spirituality, it's always now that you do it. It's not tomorrow. It's not New Year's Day. It's now. So I look back and I'm like, ah, I should have just put it to motion sooner. I'm really glad I did take those steps to 
going through the struggle of getting the product to where it needed to be. Okay. So now you've got your prototype done. All right. And so you've done the field testing. Correct. And you're the poster child for jumping in and out of your own, drinking your own Kool-Aid. Correct. And so you're doing that. You've had a big body fat reduction from what I understand. Where did it go? Go from what number to what number? I know overall you look at that it was fairly low to begin with, but around 15% body fat all the way down to six and a half to seven is where I'm currently at. You've had that and you went through all the testing and so on. And so now you've got a product that's ready for market. Correct. So what did you start doing to take and let the world know what you've got going on? Yeah, absolutely. Naturally, we connected on social media, which has been a huge driver of traffic to the product. We have a website, theicebarrel.com, where you can go and order the product, review the health benefits, see us jumping in it. Also partnering up with different fitness centers and CrossFit gyms and uh, race facilitators to bring the product out, um, do the ice bath challenge and just get into the community with the product. And it's been really well received overall. You know, when you talk to these folks about your technology and application, what are the typical concerns or commentary that you hear from folks before they take and commit to pick up the technology? Yeah, I think a big concern and full transparency that I hear mostly is how do I get in and out of the barrel? Am I so cold that I can't get out of the barrel? My muscles are tense and I feel like the thought of being frozen. And it's not like that at all. It's very simple. We recommend using even a short step stool or a step ladder to get into the barrel. We recommend always having somebody else present with you while you're doing it. But trust me, you have no issue getting out of that water. You're not in there long enough to start the freezing process. You have no issue getting out of the barrel. You pull yourself right up, have somebody grab your hand and help you out. It's very simple. The product itself, the barrel looks big, but it's not as big as a lot of people see in photos and the way they perceive it. So it's fairly easy to get in and out, no matter how old you are. Yeah, And for the folks that are listening to the episode, the blog post for the episode will actually have a link to a video of Wyatt getting into the ice barrel as soon as we get done with the audio portion of this podcast. So you'll be able to see the mechanics of in and out. Absolutely. And we'll get to see the expression on Wyatt's face. There's, there's well. nothing as interesting as seeing someone else suffer. You know, and so for any of those spouses out there, you could pick this up for your other spouse just to help <laughs> yeah. them yeah. get better. That's right. right. That's, yes. That's yes. Right. Improve. And get, and get some amusement along the way. Try to make you healthy, baby. You got to get in that cold water. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so you've got the product, you've got it out there. People are starting to find you on social media. So before I go too far, how do they find you guys on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, Mm -hmm. it's just at Ice Barrel. And then on Facebook and Twitter, it's at the Ice Barrel. Very simple. You do a quick Google search. You'll find our website. Also on social media, we're we're getting a lot of cross promotion going on. So you'll be able to just look up Ice Baths and you'll be able to scroll through the feeds and see where Ice Barrel. And you guys have a YouTube channel as well, right? We do, yes. And again, it's just the Ice Barrel. The ice barrel? The ice barrel. Okay. Okay. So that's going on. So the the folks are going to want to know, what's the typical price point that they should consider when they're looking at perhaps committing to buying an ice barrel? Yeah, absolutely. We have a couple different options here. So for the 300 liter barrel, which is 80 gallons, you're looking at $1,999.99. And for the 500 liter barrel, which is roughly 120 gallons, you're looking at $2,799. 
one thing that's really neat is we have amazing financing options from uh, a set rate and a monthly term to no interest, no payments for a set time as well. So we've made this affordable for every household and everybody. And again, you can review all of that on our website at theiceborough.com. You know, I think about that and a lot of times there's the resistance to getting in the car and going to the local fitness center. Absolutely. And you kind of go, there's, in this case, there's, this is good news and bad news. There's no excuse. It's at your home. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you don't have to get up, get out and get mm-hmm. on the road. You just go and get in your barrel. I would recommend outside. Outside. Yep. Yeah, we do have, the barrel doesn't leak. Like you think a whiskey barrel or a wine barrel, you think, oh, when you fill it up, it's going to leak. We have it completely sealed and we can talk a little bit more about the uniqueness of the product, but you can use this in an interior application as long as you're okay getting the floor a little wet when you do get in. So for Mm -hmm. different gyms and fitness centers, they have those designs where the water slow or the floor drains and it slopes inward. So, but we do recommend putting it out on your back patio. We have it designed that you order online. We ship it right to your driveway. Mm-hmm. So you get it, you set it up. The product comes with a stand. So put the stand in the desired location, either on your patio, in the yard. We keep it up off the ground. You put the barrel on top. It comes with a lid. You put the lid on top, then a cover that's a UV repellent, waterproof, preserving the product over time. And we have a really cool drainage system as well that you can connect to a hose and drain it off into the yard, opposed to flooding your patio when you need to change the water out. That works. Well, We've been talking about that for a bit of time, so let's shift gears a little bit. So as you're going through this process from idea to design to marketing, you know, and you're going, okay, so what keeps you motivated or inspired to continue to go forward with this The Ice Barrel project? Getting in it every single day. <laughs> that, think, yeah. you know, what keeps you motivated and inspired? I think I'll speak to Wyatt on this point. Like, I met Wyatt... On a, we were both coming back from a family vacation and talking to him on the plane. And he was sick at the time. He kind of mentioned like he'd just been sick a few weeks prior. So here we are, I think eight months later. And at the time he was running a business, had a second kid on the way. The guy's volunteering and he's doing a lot more than I think your average 24 year old is out there. And in the last eight months, you've seen a guy who's completely transformed, like just the body fat alone. That's just a small thing. But I think the mindfulness, the immune system, the ability to think bigger and broader and optimize his life, it's making his personal health better and his family self better. And the day-to-day that we live in with the amount of stressors and external stuff that we have constantly being fed to us, I've just seen a guy completely transform how he deals with stress and how it's affected his relationships around him. Just to speak to wide on that point, if that doesn't motivate you, what does? I mean, you're improving yourself. And at the end of the day, that's going to come around and help your family. At some point, it gets routine where you get in, you know, and do you find yourself effectively pre-programming your mental process when you get in the barrel? Do you try to solve problems? Do you think about things? Do you try to take and go to a zero state? What do you do? Yeah, I do try to get to that zero state. I also find that I'm there when I'm in the barrel. I love this quote, an overactive mind is no mind at all. That's by, I believe, Theodore Roki. That's that zero state. What is zero state? Zero state is you're only focused on one thing. And that's complete mindfulness and peace of mind. We would all kill for two minutes of that. that Quiet noise. 
quiet the background noise. That's it. And a lot of that's that internal dialogue Joey was talking about earlier. You're pointing that it leaves the picture and 30 seconds of that, a minute of that is going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. And then getting out of the barrel as well, that quietness of mind follows you throughout your day. We have so much being thrown at us in the way of advertising, relationships, different demands on us all the time. Being able to take a step back and look inward for your answers to life, not outward, not Google searching your problems, not calling all your friends and talking about your problems, but quieting your heart and your mind and expanding from inward outward. I'll touch on that. We are always trying to find a way to quiet the mind because we all know that the stressors accumulate and we get foggy, right? We're foggy. And meditation is hard. We're trying to do a lot of these things. Think of it this way, cold exposure. When you get in, you'll initially it's this breathing starts, right? The body automatically wants to go deeper with the breath. And this begins a process of rebooting the entire system. Your autonomic nervous system goes through a, a change during that process. This breathing, the autonomic nervous system's reaction to the cold and the focus to go into it creates a deeper meditation state than you can usually achieve in any other way. It forces these things to happen. And that's the beauty of using a natural tool. The benefits are already built in. All we've got to do is tap in and use it. Expose ourselves to it. Expose ourselves to it. Yeah, exactly. So while we're trying all these techniques, in the end, they can be pretty limited in their effect. And cold is one of those things, obviously, just the thought of it triggers a response in you. But it is the hardship of it for the system that creates a deeper meditative state than almost any other method. So... And then you think about productivity. We want to be productive. We want to be creative. We want to achieve our life dreams. These things are almost impossible when we are inundated with the stressors that end up limiting the higher functions of our body. So if your body is not in the right place, if your body feels tense and stress, it ends up severely limiting the mind's ability to be creative, productive, to get things done, to have new ideas. And using the trigger of cold to limit that chronic stress, right? Short bursts of stress limits chronic stress and ultimately is a gateway to deeper meditative states, to being more creative and productive in whatever your your endeavor is. It's really cool. I think it's like, why are these key leaders in the industry using this? That they all, I think even the three guys behind the mics here, we all have our own reasons why we see the benefits and there's a reason why key executives, why CEOs across Europe are seeking out Wim Hof and some of his methods that are tied to cold therapy is they it's spreading. And there's an undercurrent right now that this is providing a lot of tangible benefits. And there was no real way to do it correctly. You have people in bathtubs, you have people with freezers turned over on the side, you have Inflatable pools. That's a visual. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When, you, when you came back, you have this aesthetically handmade American oak barrel that looks good on your back patio that your neighbors are going to say, why is the freezer turned upside down? And what are Mary and Joe doing in their backyard? Yeah. You have this product that, you know, it just looks good. We have people, they, they just want the oak barrel for themselves. It's just uh-huh. it's a nice piece. I think about that evolution to where you guys are at. And, you know, I think it's taken advantage of evolution and what our bodies do to stressors Mm -hmm. and taking advantage and making it convenient and reconnecting. 
mm-hmm. is what it seems like to me. Exactly. And, and the convenience factor, I think, is extremely important. Is there a typical temperature range in the water that you try to achieve? You know, it really actually depends on where you live in the world and what climate you're exposed to. If you live in Puerto Rico, you know, 60 degree water is cold, you know, Mm. here in Colorado, though, we like to get it down into the low 30s. And then even at times we can even go even below freezing with the barrel, which is neat. So it really just depends on what you're looking to achieve. And you can always add another five pounds of ice to get the water colder. So as you continue to practice this ritual for renewal, you'll be able to go to the next level as your body builds a tolerance by just adding simply more ice. Yeah, they could start with just cold water. They could. You know, because I think about when the shower goes cold in my house. I mean, that makes one move out of the shower head. That's my typical response. Yeah, it, it will so gonna- take time to adapt. Yeah, it really will. And, you know, the I think it was Paul Tech, who's a world famous practitioner, talked about this correlation of, you know, the fear and the inability to get in the cold correlating to the the weakness of the autonomic nervous system. So it takes time to build that function back in, to build the robustness of the body back in. So. You know, starting with warmer water and slowly easing in, I think is a great, great strategy. Well, you know, it's, it's overcoming obstacles in small steps. Absolutely. And, you know, and you think about this and you master it further. And yep. for you, how long did it take for you going in the barrel before you started to see tangible effects? A yeah. week. I mean, the first time you do it, everybody says, oh, I'm so nervous at first. As soon as they get out of the barrel, everyone always says, I feel amazing. And you do feel amazing. And you start noticing an improvement first in your mood. This is amazing for alleviating depression and anxiety. Uh, Joby can touch on a little bit more on that. But overall, I think within a week of doing it, you'll notice significant improvement. First time, first four hours after you get in the ice barrel, the first time you get in, you're going to feel different. So just like if you take a cold shower, jump in there. If you can take it for two minutes, five minutes, you're going to feel phenomenally better than if you had to just take in your normal shower. So take this to dial it up to 10 and you're going to feel the effects for a solid yeah. four hours, five hours after. And that just builds on itself. The effects are immediate. And then what we're talking about with the release of norepinephrine in the body, it's an antidepressant, anti-anxiety, mood stabilizer. Immediately you get this response triggered in the body. So that's why a lot of times people will come right out. You're feeling better already. The chemicals are releasing, right? The body has already sent the signal. I need to wake up. Survival mode. Yeah, it is survival mode, but after, right, with the release of the norepinephrine, all these things, it totally changes the mood. It totally changes your mood. It's, it's really cool. Well, along the process of putting this all together, was there a challenge or a failure along the way that helped you get to this point and capitalize on that particular challenge or failure? You know, I think early on, It was that initial fear of failure would be the, I think, the mistake of how is this product going to be received in the marketplace? How are people going to respond? There was a lot of legalities I had to work through. So there was this initial like fear of failure. But as I continue to let that go and continue to answer to the call inside, things just started to fall into place. And it was very seamless. There was a lot of effort put into it, but there was a form of it was effortless. Uh, People would come to me at different points and say, and it helped me along the way. Hey, I have a great idea for this aspect of the barrel. I have a great idea for this aspect of marketing. 
So it came together really seamlessly. I always say you can use whatever word you like, but God, nature, what they demand of you, what God demands of you is always very simple. It might not be easy. Getting in the barrel is not easy, but it's a simple act. Starting a business is not easy, but it's simple. So when you follow that call inside, you'll never let yourself down. I think just kind of to how it kind of came together when we're looking at something that's going to benefit a lot of people. And through that, we kind of came together just by chance in a way. And when you look at that, I think there's kind of power in that. I think some of the best businesses we've seen, some of the best ideas created out there stem from things that are kind of created organically. And that's where we at with three like-minded guys that came together and said, you know, we got something here. This is going to help a lot of people. Well, I think solving a problem. You yeah. know, if you think about it, if whatever you're developing solves a problem mm-hmm. and, you know, and I think about the broad problem we hear in the media all the time, overprescribed, overmedicated, overstressed, overworked, over, 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 pretty much everything over. And you go on a simple act to get wellness. It's not like you have to bench 200 pounds, right. you know, just have to bench yourself into the barrel and back out. And I think, yeah, I would say the motivation for coming back out is probably a little stronger than the motivation of getting in. (laughs) So with that, if you could take and put an ad out on page one of the local paper, what would it say about the ice barrel? I would say challenge yourself, see yourself, and empower yourself. These are the three things that happen with the ice barrel. That would be my advertising. The daily ability to challenge yourself gives you the ability to gain awareness about yourself, And that is extremely empowering. The more tools you have, the more insight you have into your daily habits and patterns and behaviors, all these things get exposed as you try to go into this hard practice every day, right? You're slowly chipping away and exposing the things that have kept you in the negative habits. And so it ends up just that awareness and ability to see yourself trying these hard things is the power to feel like you can move forward and achieve the things you want to achieve. And just real quick, we were talking about the business. And I remember why when we were looking at this idea of trying to create a product, like you said, that can solve some of these big problems. You know, I work with people every day that I don't know anyone who is not having some kind of physical symptom. And we know there's only a couple things that will start to reverse the body's dysfunction, right? Cold exposure being one of them. And so why I would always say, you know, looking at this big project and trying to solve this big problem, look only to the next step and the problems will unfold and they will solve themselves as we move forward into this. So I thought it was a beautiful thing and it kept us moving forward, which is oftentimes the hardest part in starting something like this. One foot in front of the other. That's right. You know. It's that old phrase, but it is the truth. And when we utilize that tool, anxiety is the inability to look only at the next step, right? And anxiety to always try and forecast the future. That instills a deep fear in the body. And when you overcome that and can look just to the immediate future, it changes everything. Yeah. You've got it going. I keep staring at the thing out here out the back door. Because <laughs> it you looks know, so good. Like, yeah, like it's going to come so get good. me, you know. But for you guys on allocation of time to get this project from an idea to execution, mm-hmm. what was the best allocation of time or initiative that helped you the most? I think what Joby previously said, one foot in front of the next, one step after the next step. You know, every time you spend worrying about the future, you're not focusing on what you can be doing right now. And so... Continuing to keep focus on, okay, what's the next 
step in this big process? I think one thing too is, you know, the best allocation, I think, in implementation was practicing what we preach, you know, drinking our own Kool-Aid. And when I spoke about why the guy I met in March to the guy I know now, was someone who just started to put it into practice, started with a cold shower. And that started with what? 30 seconds, a minute, yeah. which is we were saying that like, we both gotten up to 10 minutes and easy. Like you get in the water anymore and it don't even feel it. Same with the ice barrel. So implementing what we are trying to get out to the world. I think that, that was the most important thing. What benefits are we seeing personally? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're coming. They are happening. It's really rather interesting in the podcast space. Talk to consultants often. And I'll say, so have you pointed your consultancy at your own firm and evaluated your own firm? Or are you doing it yourself? That's it. And you'd be amazed at how many are either not or not that much. And so doing it yourself and going, I'm a poster child is a heck of a testament. So for you guys in the world of unusual habit, I'm not sure I should even ask the question, you know, because you guys de facto have an unusual habit. So anything that I need to know in the unusual habit space as far as other than jumping in barrels full of ice? You know, it ties into jumping in a barrel full of ice. It is that practicing mindfulness that I think we all know that how you start your day can a lot of times set the tone. So just by doing something as simple as not even looking at your phone and checking email that first hour or two of the day, don't go to your coffee maker and go sit right down and go right into your first conference call. If you can just get 15 minutes, that alarm, right? I think we can all get 15 minutes in the day. That gets you 10 minutes in a cold shower, gets you five minutes in the ice barrel. And I know, and I think we're all very confident that once people start using this and implementing it into their daily routine in the morning, I think one of the biggest feedback we're going to get is, wow, I feel that first four or five hours of the day, I don't need that second, third cup of coffee anymore. I feel amazing. I feel sharper. I feel more dialed in. And with in turn with what Joby's been talking about in terms of the inflammatory response, the anxiety and things like that. It may help in some areas more than others, but just the fact of your alertness and how you start your day and quieting that external noise is going to be a big, big factor. So I say, you know, schedule 15 minutes of your day. Start with cold showers. If if you don't believe in this ice barrel concept, start with the cold shower. And I think that's going to evolve into something like, wow, they're onto something. We've talked a little bit about why you take an ice bath and so on. Is there anything with respect to the technology and research behind it? that I haven't asked, that I should have asked. Oh man, there is so much. There is so much to talk about with the benefits. I think, you know, we'll talk about some things, but I think listeners should, people like Rhonda Patrick doing great research out there, Paul Check, these are other resources that you can look into when you're talking about cold bathing. You know, he talks about the first 15 minutes of the day. If you wake up and your first natural response is to check the phone and get the coffee, you are caught in the loop. You are caught in a recycled sympathetic tone of the nervous system. We all know the word fight, fly, or freeze. You have been caught, right, by the demands of life. Rearranging that simple pattern can make the change. I've noticed for me just in the last few months is the process of psyching yourself up to get into cold water as flipped on its head in terms of my daily tasks. I don't think about them as much. I just get it done. And I've noticed that um, how it's affecting my daily routine as well. I would say, you know, to the benefits, if we can break it down simple, most of us are experiencing some kind of 
dysfunction or sickness in our body, the ice barrel is, or ice bathing is one of the tools to create a body that is self-healing, right? When you see a body that's dysfunctional and has chronic issues, and most people listening will know their chronic back pain, hip, migraines, all these things. These are classic responses to basic, a body that is limited in its ability to self-heal. And ice bathing is one of the methods to create a body that is deciding to grow stronger, more robust, and be healthier. So I think overall. Yeah, absolutely. I think to circle back around to your question as well, by improving brain function, cold therapy builds a tolerance to discomfort. We live in a world and we with relationships and people and community, we are constantly going to be having some form of conflict. Being able to build a tolerance to discomfort, you will be able to handle your conflict in business and relationship on a more, more calm level. You will be able to act out of a form of response opposed to just an upfront reaction. You'll be able to tone it down and be able to have an eagle view perspective on what's going down. And, and no one's uh, out, you know, road raging. Yeah, like, exactly. A few hours after the ice barrel. Puts you, <laughs> yeah. puts you in the right state of mind. Well, that means I should start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about, you know, through the years we used to, yeah. as a kid growing up, you'd see the pictures of the Scandinavians, right? And they'd be in some kind of steam room, heat place, and then they'd go jump through a hole in the ice. Yeah. You know, we all thought, well, there's those, you know, crazy Scandinavians, but they apparently had it figured out. A very- I, I just came back from Sweden and they're some of the healthiest people I've ever seen. So. Yeah. More rosy cheeks and you can shake a stick out right. of there. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, yeah. everybody knows. Everybody who has experienced this is in the know and, and cultures have been in the know for a long, long time. Our society is the one that has decided to reverse the idea of what health is and instead try and manufacture health but is much simpler than that and in fact using the simpler method is much much more potent cold is a much more potent tool and medicine than most of the things we are prescribing on a daily basis yeah this is not new this is not a new concept this is an ancient path that early man you know to bathe and to get water and whatever it may be it was they're exposed to the cold i mean monks did this for thousands of years under waterfalls in the japanese winters this isn't a new idea this has just been lost here in the west hot water is a recently new idea Right, yeah. right, right. So, and here we wanted to talk about, and I think we may have already touched on it. You know, when you guys do the ice bath and bathing and stuff, have you guys had a personal experience or a thought process or a realization that you'd want to share that came to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think a couple things that I have on a more esoteric level have realized is who am I? One thing that I am not, I am not my body. And so, I don't have to coddle my body. I don't have to give it attention where it's not needed. So many times we get wrapped up and we are our pain and we're not that. We can renew our minds. We can go deeper. I think realizing that my body is just along for the ride, that I'm not just this like physical being, but I'm more than that, you know, has been this deep realization in the barrel that I am capable of more. You know, I have the ability to go further and dig deeper and I don't need to just sit in my pain and in my suffering. You know, I can get beyond that and be in a higher state of being. 
for me yeah. too. I think it made me hyper, it made me just more aware of my day to day, the comforts that I kind of seek out sometimes subconsciously that at the end of the day, they're not moving me forward in my life. They're actually holding me back. And that can be just eating more comfort foods, having the heat turned up a little higher in the house. These general comforts that are, it's not what our ancient ancestors had. It's not built into our DNA. And it's what's causing what we started this podcast off with of like some of these diseases that we're seeing nationwide. And this is just one little tool to hack into your body's primal sense of this is who you are. The human body is capable of amazing things. You know, I think about, you know, any of us that have had any kind of athletic background, you twist an ankle or, or you get something that starts to swell. And the first thing they do, by and large, is put a bag of ice on it. You know, and I think about the mental image of swelling or a pain point from the day to day. And how do you reduce the swelling? No, absolutely. You know, and you go ahead and, and get that done. And I think there's real value in that as a thought process. And I think the body has been designed for years and years to take and heal itself because there was no other mechanism to do so. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It also reduces the swelling of stress in the <laughs> heart and mind. Yeah, it's not injury, it swells. Stress builds tension. Tension through the system, the muscular system, the body. The ice relieves it. It dissolves it. Just the shivering. Just the shivering alone is like a natural reboot for your internal computer, your internal systems, the muscular system. So it breaks apart the natural tension that rises with our stress levels. When our computers are running slower and, you know, growing up, it was always, I was like, I got to restart this. It's yeah. just bogged down. There's too much going right, on right, on my right, PC. Right, right. And if that's your internal computer... That's what you're doing by spending a few minutes. You're hitting that. You're restarting that stuff. You're defragging you're the hard drive. Yeah. You're right. defragging the hard drive yeah. every every day. And I would just say real quick with what I found is ice and showers and ice bathing is you do not realize how strong your body is. We are totally lost in the idea of what our body is capable of. And it carries over to our, our mind, obviously, but the body is incredibly strong and you've got to give it the chance to be that. Right. And the ice bath is a way to allow it to open up and be as strong as it can be. Well, guys, quotes, quotes that you like or quotes that came to you. This is from a local author, Scott Carney here in Denver, Colorado. So, you know, he's an investigative journalist who his job is basically to, you know, be skeptical and find out, like, are some of these methods true? And are their benefits real and tangible? And so he spent a, a lot of good time with Wim Hof. And this is just a Forward by Wim Hof, it's time to bring Mother Nature's power back into our awareness. We are warriors seeking strength and happiness for everyone. Together, we regain what we've lost. In other words, there's nothing else to say other than breathe. Wim Hof. That works. That works. That guy's an interesting guy. So Google Wim Hof and see his exploits <laughs> yeah, and application yeah, yeah, of coal. Exactly. He's a wild He's man. helping a lot of and people. And he, yeah. he was, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. And people thought he was crazy until the science caught up, until they looked at what was happening in his body and the actual effects of what it enables him to withstand the cold. And that's where people really woke up and said, there's something much more than just the idea of athletic recovery or 
or just the idea of crazy Swedes jumping in the water, there is real changes in the physiology happening. And all of us need those changes. Well, you know, I think that a lot of the, the professional athletes have really adopted cryotherapy as mm-hmm. part of the recovery regimen and dealing with the injury mm-hmm. and so on. And so there's the best science on the planet that money can purchase. Yeah. It's pointed yeah. toward that way. And so this is a method for you to bring it home mm-hmm. to yourself. And we're saying for athletes, we know it's important recovery, but in solving the larger issues of our reliance on pharmaceuticals and the unhealthy nature of, of our population, that is the, the other piece of what we think we can solve with the ice barrel. Absolutely. I was a two-a-day painkiller for stress, migraines, headaches. I work out heavily, so different aches and pains. I was two a day, one in the morning, one at night. I haven't had a painkiller pass my lip in eight months, and it hasn't been hard. <laughs> That's a great testament. We already talked about how guys can find you on social media. And so on the social media space, you know, the biggest mistake you can make is not reaching out. And so what's next for you guys with the Ice Barrel? Just continual partnerships with different organizations to continue to bring the message and the benefits to the world. And we're definitely excited because we're going to be able in the next couple of months to be shipping overseas, which is great. So we'll be able to put this into everybody's hands. I think people just don't know that it's out there. Yeah. So one of the reasons why we're on this podcast today and I think as word spreads, I mean, if you put in the hashtag ice bath or ice barrel, you're going to see what we talked about earlier in terms of people jumping in freezers that are turned upside down, their bathtubs and things like that. I think, you know, once they see how applicable this is and easy, it's going to spread. Well, guys, I really appreciate you taking time to share the journey and the benefits and look forward to continued success. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you sir. Thank you.